Uh, it's about twelve. At the two dots, it's about twelve, thirteen lines down. At the two dots, mikra mikra muat v'alachos mirubos. Okay, um, very little text and much halacha. That's what we said about all of these things. Um, now, um, so now we're bringing down a different mishneic source, talking about some other halachos. So Tana, we learned nigam v'alachos the laws of nigaim. Uh, Taras and Ohel and Olos, Mikramuat, there's not much text, and there's a tremendous amount of laws. Negayim, Mikramuat. So the Gemara said, What do you mean, Negayim? Have you a familiar? The entire Parshas Tazria, much of Parshas Tazra, Mitzora, it's, uh, it's very extensive, the laws of Negayim as written in the Torah. So Nigam Mikra Mirubahu, it's many psukim. So Amirav Papa is saying this is what it's saying. Nigaim Mikra Miruba Valaks Matos. Nigaim, there's a lot of psukim and not much in the word in the words of the of the of the of the Mishnayos. Halakos Matos. Ahlos, the laws of Ahlos, Mikramut, there's very little in the Psukim of Halakas Mrubas, but there's an extensive law. Anybody who studied the Mishnayos, Ahlos will confirm there's quite a lot of uh, this, it's, it's, it's one of the very long Mesechtos and Shas and talking about Ohel is an extensive halachos in the Mishnayis but very little text based in the Chumash now my nafkamina, why is that relevant to me to know this if let's say in the area of Negaim and I'm not clear on the law I am Mikroi. The first place to go is look in the Psukim. Because there's a lot of Psukim. There's not that much going on in the Mishnais. That's the best way to find where to, where your answer is going to lie. If you mistafka lay, lecha milsa ba'alos, and let's see in the area of alos, you have a question. Don't bother to look in the Chumash. You're not going to see much going on there. I am Bimasnis and look in the Mishnais, and that's where you'll find the answer. So that's why it's relevant to know what, where the stronger source material is. If you ever have any question in these areas, you know where to look. Okay. Dinin. The next in the section is the Dinin. Now, so the, the Gemara said in the Mishnah that there's very strong text bases for the laws of Dinin, for the Dinin. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have on what to rely. Now, that terminology, on what to rely, sounds like that it's not explicit. It, it needs to rely on something. There's some law that's, that's derived. There's a derived law, and that's not explicit in the Torah. So that's what we get into. What's not written in Dinim? I mean, we learned Parshish Mishpatim not long ago. It's very, very well delineated. It's all the laws of uh, damages, torts, everything. It's written out explicitly. So what do you mean it's not, um, it's not written? So that you need to rely on something. So the Gemara says, "It's It's going on this din of Rabbi. The Tanya Rabbi Omer, Nefesh Tachas Nefesh, talking about when a person was fighting with a man, and uh, 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 the man's wife, you know, came in to protect her husband, and by accident, the other man, instead of hitting it, the uh, the guy in the cheek, he ended up hitting his wife, and she dies. And it says, "Nefesh Tachas Nefesh." Okay. And Allah says, Rabbi is Mamon. Since he had no intention to, to hit her, um, he only pays for the, the fact, if, even if she died, he pays to her value, what, what her market value would be as a slave. Okay? To, uh, to the husband. 
Okay, now nefesh mamish maybe means death. I mean, after all, the text says nefesh talks nefesh. So that's the question. So it says never nisina lamata, never nisina lamata. It says the word nisina in both places. By the, by the if 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 if, uh, if she was pregnant and caused the miscarriage, so there it says very clearly that there's a monetary obligation. So ma la lon mamon, just like by there it means money. So afkan mamon, so to here it means money, and that's the there's a it's not explicit. In fact, the text seems to indicate that he has to be high of himself the death penalty, and that is coming to say that that is not the case here. Okay, <laughs> that it's money. It says Vinasato Nefesh Tachas Nefesh. So it's a funny word. To say Nefesh Tachas Nefesh. What is Vinasato? The word Vinasato means to give. Imply right. And it says give also by the by the next section. Yeah, but that's also Yeah, so also so im right. So im also yeah. So Vinasato Nefesh Tachas Nefesh. That's the Pasuk over there by where the woman was. But by the miscarriage, it says, that's paying for the miscarriage. Okay, anyway. In the parasha doesn't literally mean a soul for a soul. That's exactly, but that's since, that's not explicit, but there's on what to rely, because it's a good source, good xerah for that, good xerah shava, that's the source. Next one is Avodos is serving in the base of Mikdash. So the question is, what do you mean? That's also Mikhtav Ksivan. All the laws in Seifer Vayikra talking about what, you know, bringing of Karpanos, how you bring the Karpanos, what are the proper things to do. It's very, very explicit in the text. So what do you mean it's on what to rely, implying that it's not renowned? It's talking about one of the specific processes of the calling, the bringing of the blood close to the Mizbeach. The Tanya the Brisa says, "Vikrivu." What does that mean? He should bring zukabalasadam. Means he should catch the blood. Why does it talk about catching the blood? Obviously, if you bring the blood to the mizbeach, by definition, you have to catch it. If you didn't catch it, how are you bringing it? Right. So there's an implication of vikrivu to bring close that you're catching the blood. Why does it say? Why not say what you mean? Say catch the blood. The answer is. Like Kabbalah Saddam, the answer is That's bringing the limbs to the ramp. This teaches us important principle that the holacha is part and parcel of the Kabbalah, and therefore all of the requirements that a coin. Uh, you need a coin. He cannot have a blemish. He has to be touching the floor. He has to be wearing the big dekuna. All of those requirements are also by halacha. Even though the entire act of halacha is avoidable, if you slaughter the animal right next to his bath, there is no halacha necessary. But if you are doing halacha, you would have all the requirements that you would have in Kabbalah to be applied there. And that's not explicit, but there's a good source material for it. That's the idea. Okay, next one is Taharos, purities. Again, it's written outright. There's quite a number of laws. Um, also, uh, part of it is in Parshas Tazria, it talks about uh, um, uh, zivas, etc. So it's written in the Torah. The Chiddush here that's not explicit in the text is the how big a mikvah needs to be. The Loksiv, it's not written out in Torah at all. We're talking about over here mikvah. As Kol Besorah, his entire flesh, okay, his body. That's a 
That's the basis for the size of a mikvah, which is one, uh, one square amma with the height of three amas, which a person can crouch and fit his entire body in. Okay, Veshira Chachamim, how much is that? Me mikvah arbamsa is 40 seah. So there is a basis, but it's uh, not explicit in the Torah. It's, de- de- it's derived, and, but there is on what to rely. Yeah. They said the yeah. shiru chamim, chamim estimated this stuff, but then when we come to mikvah and it has to be 40 years, 40 years less mushroom, it's not a... It's not shiru doesn't mean... As, yeah, but what, that's the truth, but any time when the rabbis give a shear, the shear is the line, and anything less than the line, it's a zero. Just because they estimate that line, that becomes really the rule itself. It becomes so, the rule, right, yeah, exactly. So off that estimate... Right, a guy's a little short, up, a guy's a little short, you say, well, maybe he could be a little bit smaller. That's okay. not how it works. Once so they said for the they said that's what it is. But no, but actually we're given the exact size, the chacham one by one by whatever. I told you what it is. All right. One by one by three. Okay. All right, that's Taharos. Um, next, um, Tameos. What about impurities? Mechtuk Sivan, isn't that also written down in the Torah? The Nitzvah. My, my stuff is tumot. Well, mine doesn't have nukudos. So I, know, I really yeah, can't. I don't know. difference between tmeot or tumot. It, if it was tumot, it should have had a vav. That's my problem. Okay, anyhow. Anyway, there is a chiddush to tell you the, what's not written out at right, outright. The shear, uh, the shear of a sheretz, how much is conveying tumot, is the shear of a of lentil. Yeah. Um, that's the minimum size of a sheretz that's able to be metame by touch. The loksiv, it's not written out right in the Torah. The tanya, bahem, you have to touch them. Sounds like yach you have to touch it in, in the, the body of a sheretz in its entirety. Tamalom remeim, but then it says from them, meaning even a body part. But how yachol bimitzasan, maybe a body part would work. Tamalom remeim, now how can you have both ways? It's a part that is as big as in all. Shira Chacham and the Chacham figured out the size of lentil. Why? Shekain Chomet. Because one of the Shratzim is a Chomet, which Rashi says is the snail. And Chilasa Bechadash. You ever see a baby snail? They're quite small. They're the size of a lentil. Okay? If sometimes you could find it on your window here in Houston. Yeah. yeah. What, what is Sheretz? Sheretz, uh, there's specific animals that are mentioned that they convey tumor when they're dead. Okay, um, there's a rat is one of them. It's a list of uh, mole, a few specific animals. All the things pest control deals with. What? <laughs> it's not necessarily pest control. Uh, like creeping, creeping creatures. Creeping crawlies. A weasel. What? Sheretz. What do you mean by sheretz? Definition of sheretz. Creeping crawling. They go close to the ground. That's what they say. They 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 don't. But yeah. I thought the sheretz is is a five or six different. It's a but it's a lit. It's a very specific That's list. That's right. And some right. of them are pretty big. Like. Uh, yeah, some of them are pretty big. Right. Huh? Not all creeping. It's a list eight in the Torah. There's a but it says specific eight specific animals that convey tuma, and they we're saying. Just certain types of rats. No. All rats. 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 Rat. Rat. Oh, that's, <coughs> oh, that's, oh, that's, that's a rat. Yeah, that's one of them. 
Akbar. Is a mouse and a red? That's, as as a mouse. Is it the same spe- species? Not clear. Just by thinking about rats, it's an atoma. No. Yeah, not thinking about it. Touching them. And when they're dead, when they're alive, they're not tummy. A live rat is fine. Okay, you could have a pet. Okay. Um, they make wonderful pets. Kind of yeah, yeah, they eat everything. Eat everything. <laughs> easy, easy. Okay. Um, a different pshat. Kizan of haltal, like the tail of the lizard. Um, if you ever break right, it down, yeah, you can break it up. You can you can grab. If I remember as a kid when I was uh, you know in Florida, you catch a, try catching one, and I tried catching one, and I grabbed it by its tail, and the tail comes off, and the tail's twitching. That means it's a part, and if it, after it curls up, it's like the size of a lentil, very small, but it uh, moves <laughs> as if it's alive. So that's the shear. Also, that's where it comes from. Anyway, different shot. Okay, which brings us to the next on the list, Arayos. The laws of erva also there's on what to rely. So the question is, what's what's there not written? It's all Achrimos talks a lot about Arayas Ketoshim. So what do you mean it's not written now? So the answer is on What is necessary for is the bitumen usaso. Person man is forbidden to his daughter even if his, it wasn't his wife's daughter, meaning he wasn't married to her mother. He just had relations with her. He, even it was against her will that that she had a child, that child is his daughter, and she is forbidden to him as well. The looks if it's not written in the Torah. This is the famous Zima, which is, uh, it, it says the word Hena in both places, it says the word Zima, so that from there we're able to learn out that the prohibition is even extending to, even though the Torah only mentions that a man's usher to his granddaughter, uh, you know, um, and never says anywhere to his daughter, who's not his wife's daughter, uh, doesn't say that outright, and you can't learn it from a Kavachomer, but it's learned from, it says the same word, Heina, in both places, and then it says the word Zima in both places to tell you that it's a Din Srefa as well, and that's uh, where we learn it from. Okay, uh, um, that's the, and therefore, again, is Shava, so there is um, on what to rely, but it's not explicit. Okay, now, brings us to the thing, so I mentioned that we can ask this question, only the last group is the stuff that doesn't have well, you know, strong sources in the Torah is not what are you talking about? Both these that are written very clearly, and both these that are not written very clearly, but we know it from our Torah Shabbat, it's all... The bulk of the Torah, the Gufi Torah, and that is the story. Hajran Allah, Hakok Hayovin. Rabbi, this man abused his stepdaughter. And then I asked him, Would you do that to your own daughter? And he said, Of course not. That's, uh, yeah, that's how it goes. Okay, right. Okay, right. Okay, no, now we're moving on to a different topic, and again, it's very, it doesn't really tie into Chagiga, but we're making a left turn, as happens all the time in Shas, okay? Ain't Dorshim Barayos Bishlosha. So right now we think that Bishlosha means with three people in the room, we don't talk about the details of Arayos, okay? It sounds like even when it's I'm, let's say, talking, two people listening, that's not good. 
And my separation is with two people we don't discuss. And even Merkava alone, we don't learn. Unless unless the person is smart and has own understanding of, of the matter. Now, will explain, will clarify in the Gemara. Somebody who gazes at these four things, it is better for him. Better you shouldn't have been in this world. What are the four things? Okay, so you know what not to think about. Okay, okay. Don't think about pink elephants. Okay, no. Ma'ala what's above? Ma'ala mata, what's below? Ma'ala what's from before? Ma'ala achar, what's after? V'chol shalachos al kvod kono, anyone who has no mercy on the honor of his creator. Rasui lo shalabalolam. It's better he should not have been in this world. The word rasui, Rashi explains, it's like, it's not roi, which is what the word that you would have thought that it's fitting. He says Rasui is like uh, mercy. It's like uh, it would have been more merciful for him that he shouldn't be around. Okay. Now, says the Gemara, I'm a parisha, you don't talk even biachid, meaning even to yourself. Obviously, if nobody's teaching you and you're teaching yourself, how else are you going to otherwise not know it? Know it um, and then it is okay. So it, it doesn't. So it, it doesn't really read very well. So this is what it's saying. When you're teaching in arayos in the laws of forbidden marriages, you need to teach to two people max, not three people. Okay, and when you're teaching Maisabrachis, you don't teach to two people, only to one. And even to one, you don't teach unless he is so smart that you don't have to explain in detail and he won't ask any questions. You could tell him, and he'll on his own, from what you tell him, be able to know, because he already knew it, he already intuited the bulk of the information. Yeah, but, but you need to be very wise to know the difference. Yes. <laughs> what? One second. So what we're talking about is that I can teach it to somebody only if he can know it without my help. Then I can teach it. Okay? That's what we're saying. And when it's all right, when, when it's, when it's my separatious, I can teach it even if he's not necessarily going to know it on his own because that's less of a less issues involved and then I couldn't teach and that and Arayos maximum two people so you can't teach Arayos to a group like this to Dafyomi that's true okay we'll get to that we're going to get to all of them we won't go into that maybe maybe you're at the age group you could you say we'll clarify it we learn all about it yeah you say you cannot teach to somebody to understand it himself. If he Unless he could understand. What does he need me to teach him? If he, uh, just to confirm it. Just what, to confirm, confirm it. what? Make sure. Your opinion is different than To his. make sure that he got it. <laughs> no, but maybe his opinion is different. He understood it, but not the way you understood okay, it. So now, now, okay, so now, okay, so... Then what okay, happens so, then? So then, then, you he t- then he teaches you? Yeah, no, you have right. There's a tradition, there's certain traditions. The idea is that you shouldn't have to go into details. I can say basic general principles, and he will understand from that the full clarity. For the exact reason but, we all come to this stuff, Sher. Not all that right. we can't learn it ourselves, but 
so that he can clarify it for us. Okay, let's see the Gemara. Okay, Armik. Okay, so that's a so we're up to now. In Torah, by Raya's Bishlosh, what's wrong with the teaching on Raya's the three people? My time. Ile Mishum Dachsev Ish Ish El Kol Sheir Besoro, which is one man and then another man. El Kol Sheir Besoro Ish Ish Trei Sheir Besoro Chad. That's another. That's three. V'am Rachmana Lo Tikru V'Lagal Serva. So it's like a hint to the idea that maximum, you know, not to teach it to three people. So don't start revealing details of Erfa to when there's three people. If that's true, well, there's a lot of places that say ish ish. Okay, ish ish ki cursing God. It also says ish 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 You're going to say that there's also the same limit to, to you teaching it. The reason why it says ish ish in all these places is because these are these are Torah laws that are equally applicable to. Gentiles. Okay, Shemuzharin al Birch Sashim, they're not allowed to curse God. Vala Vodazara, they're not allowed to do Avodazara. Kiyusrael. So, I know me, me, Poyle, the Rabbis says, Nachem, Shemuzharin al Arais. Kiyusrael. They're also forbidden to all forbidden relations. So, when it says that Ish Ish in all these places is to extend out the, the laws, the teaching of the laws to the, um, to the, to the Gentiles. Ella. You shall heed, you shall guard my 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 mishmar. Ushmartem tre, that's two. Mishmarti is chad, it's one. Amrachmanel vilti asos mechukos hatelvos to avoid doing the laws of the that are that are inappropriate. Okay, and not according to that. They say ushmartem is a shabbos, ushmartem is a mitzvos. It says ushmartem there. You can ushmartem is a matzos. The matzah you can say is also something that shouldn't be taught that way. Ushmartem is mishmar. Kodesh. There's so many times it says Ushmartam. You're telling me that there's a limit in how you teach the Torah? Ella Amar Ravash. Ravash says, you know what it means? Here's what it is. My endorsion by Arayas, Bishlosha, endorsion by Sisrei Arayas. We're talking about the non-explicit parts of Arayas. So general halachos of Arayas, of course you could teach in a group. That's not a problem. The part that's very unspecified, like for instance, Bito Saso, which is not explicit in the Torah, mm-hmm. that's where you don't teach a three. My time, why is that? To three people. My time is Svarahu, it's a logic. Why? Betre, uh, when you have two people, Kiyasvi Kamirabai, two people sitting in front of the Rebbe, Chat Shakovatari, Badi Rabbi, one is arguing back and forth to the Rebbe, okay? Another one's listening to the conversation. So they're bo- all three are engaged in the same conversation. One's listening, the other one's talking, and the Rebbe's explaining, okay? Uh, right? To what's being taught. And therefore, nothing's going to be missed. So last, we've got three people listening. One's talking to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe's answering him. And the other two are They're arguing with each other. And they're going to miss what's the conversation that the Rebbe is having with the other student. Okay? They won't be aware of what the Rebbe's teaching. And they'll come to permit what's forbidden in Arias. If that's true, call Nami. Why is that true for all Torah? Mm-hmm. Ah, so here's the answer. Arayos Shani. Arayos is worse. Why? Because we said before, everybody has a certain taiva in the area of theft, thievery, and also erva, uh, forbidden unions. Okay? And the there's a taiva. So therefore, you let your taiva affect your position. Oh, Peter Manasasa is not so bad. Maybe it is permitted, whatever. You're going to want to allow yourself things that are not 
that, that are not allowed, and you're not, and if you don't have uh, accurate transmission, that's a big problem. Iachi gezel nami, isn't gezel also should be taught that way? The answer is arayos. The, there's a difference in the nature of the type of arayos from gezel. Arayos being befana b'shalom befana of nafish yitzra. Your taifa is whether there's an erva in front of you or not in front of you. The imagination is there and the taifa is there. Okay, in, even even if there's no opportunity. A gezel befana of nafish yitzra. When you see the gold. That's where the taiva is for theft. Okay, shalom befanav. If you're not, if you're in the base medrash, you don't have the taiva for for thievery. So therefore, a, you'll you know you'll catch on. You don't. You're not going to skew your view if the opportunity is not there. You're skewing your mind when you when when you have a taiva that's in front of you. The taiva of arayos is always in front of you because it's in your head. The taiva for money is when you know when you see it. You see money, you see opportunity to steal. That's when you wanna, you're gonna want to be more at that. But no, it's not. It's not in front of you. It doesn't work that way. So that's the difference. Okay. Now, moving on to the next thing, my separations. What my What's the source for that? The Tanur Banu Rabbis learned Tishalna Yomim Rishonim. When you will ask about the early days, Yachid Shoel Vein Shnaim Shalom. Clearly, we're talking about a single student asking, and not two people asking. Now, can we ask what went on before creation? From the day that God created man on earth. That's as far back as we go. Maybe then you have to start from the sixth day and you can't ask about the first five, you know, the days before man was created. The days, the early days that were before you. So so you can ask only as far back as the first day of creation. Maybe what's above, what's below, what's before, what's after. There's boundaries from one end of the heaven to the other end of the heaven. There's boundaries of what we can understand in our, our world, and beyond those boundaries, we're not to ask. And that's exactly what we're saying over here. So, creation. Yeah, well, I don't. It's a big question why, but it's what we're saying over here. What seems to be the idea is that we're we that we have to have respect for our Creator, and you know, like to, not to delve too into those mysteries. So there's a limit from the beginning of creation, and that's the area of my celebrations that we can ask. And again, it's only one student asking the teacher. Yeah. Astrophysics, you can't. Astrophysics profession. You can't well, ask before the Big Bang. You can't ask. Before the Big Bang, you can't ask. Before the yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we'll stop over here, and uh, to be continued. Okay.